You're listening to Agile Ideas, the podcast, hosted by Fatima Rabucci. For anyone listening out there not having a good day, please know there is help out there. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Agile Ideas. I'm Fatima, CEO at Agile Management Office, Mental Health Ambassador, and your host. This podcast is made possible thanks to Agile Management Office. We help businesses in three key ways, improving organizational culture and delivery, supporting transformation and change, and streamlining governance and processes. We use 20 years of proven practice and the AMO way model. In today's episode, I will be talking to you about why your people are change fatigued. And I know you're probably thinking that the reasons for it are pretty obvious. And yes, that may be part of it, but it's actually not what you think. People are getting tired and there is no way around it. They're getting tired of change. Even the most adaptable teams have a limit on how much they can be expected to naturally adjust their work cycles. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking to you about three key reasons why they are change fatigued and some thoughts about what you can do about it. So let's get stuck into it. It's obvious that the world has gone through a number of crazy things at the moment and over the last few years as well. The world around us will continuously evolve and continuously have challenges and we just have to work out how we manage to live with those challenges and how we deal with them. We know that our teams are dealing with quite a substantial amount of change, especially with remote working over the last few years and obviously the COVID crisis, just to name a few. There are many things that are happening around us. And so despite the most adaptable teams, there is always a limit on how much they can be expected to adjust their work cycles. I've seen it firsthand with the number of teams who were working really effectively together and then throwing a spanner in the works with the whole remote working thing really tested their limits. So we have to think about the fact that not only are we trying to deal with change in our teams in amongst the world's unprecedented events recently, but it's also very easy to default to these factors and blame them for the inconsistencies in performance and results. While these events have a role to play in the fatigue, it's not the core issue that teams are facing. And I know you're probably thinking... That's not true. They are definitely fatigued by all of these crazy, crazy and sad events that are happening uh, in the world recently. But the real cause, the real underlying cause, and the reason I can share this is through a number of conversations that we have with clients as part of our discovery interviews. Every time we kick off an engagement to help them identify and implement change is interviewing your staff and speaking to people firsthand. The amount of information that we get from these discovery interviews is quite substantial. And of course, we treat everything that everybody says individually as confidential, but it does not stop us from outlining and identifying key themes that we can roll up overall. So the real cause of exhaustion 
Well, it's the design and underutilization of your operating model and how it's responding or not responding to the environmental changes around you. Your people shouldn't and can't be expected to adjust on their own alone. So I'm going to share with you how this fatigue is impacting your team and some of the ways to adjust your organization's processes and procedures to be more resilient to the change. So number one reason is that the high turnover is actually creating exhaustion. The current global climate has caused high turnover and a rise in people movements. And there's also an issue that is appearing across a number of industries. With managers and teams that are constantly coming in and out, people then have to spend time learning a new way of working and changing all their systems and processes to accommodate this new person. The approach focuses on the who and not the what. For example, we were speaking with an organization last year who had a 70% turnover of their staff. And this is a several hundred person business. 70% turnover meaning that seven out of every 10 people are leaving the organization. And I can tell you firsthand that the reason for that has a big part to play with the lack of systems and processes that are there to accommodate and support people getting on with their jobs. So it's no surprise that the constant cycle of change is exhausting for people. It's exhausting for your people in so many different ways, and it results in teams delivering low-quality work and many communication breakdowns. The lack of knowledge in some organizations around the fundamentals of project management means that people are acting as if they know what project management is, or you're seeing a lot of shadow project management, Or maybe project management is just not understood. And so you're unable to develop products and and projects that actually help to change your business. Businesses overall, and I know because we are one of them, need to implement processes that focus on the what. Now, when I'm talking about the what, I'm referring to the capabilities and then the why It should be resilient and adaptable to your environment. Even if your people are involved, they will change over time and so should your processes. It's important by defining your processes around the what, the capabilities, the framework that you instill in your team will provide stable foundations that will help your organization to succeed. And in turn, this will help to reduce exhaustion and communication breakdowns amongst your team, which in turn will hopefully, as a result, reduce the high turnover. The second point is around providing stable foundations for your organization. So even if your business has a set of processes in place, they may not be reflective of your current situation. And as such, Inefficient processes can also make it difficult for your business to scale over time. When we started Agile Management Office seven years ago, the processes that we had are significantly different to what we have today. Because when we define processes, we need to establish them, make sure there's a level of awareness, make sure they're repeatable and well-managed. 
And then over time, we need to continuously evolve those processes and therefore our foundations for our organizations as we scale. Most organizations have business models that guide their performance goals and and develop paths and plans on how to stay profitable. But within that, you need an effective operating model. Operating models help your business build towards those future goals and performance targets. It should encompass everything that you do in the day-to-day, including processes, strategy, and even how your people are managed. That being the foundation for how everything within your organization works. And ultimately, the success of your operating model is heavily dependent on what we talked about a moment ago around the capability the capability to absorb and mitigate the impacts of external factors that can actually affect performance and manage the response needed to the changing environment around them. And this includes things like movement in people. A solid operating model that is dependent on the capabilities rather than the individuals which processes are determined around means that as changes happen in your business, your business is going to be faster to adapt. For example, in recent times, we have seen a number of resources in the project management office space build processes around them because we know that many project management offices can be very ego-driven. I know I've been there before and I say this a lot, but it is true. And we build processes around what we want and the way we work and our preferences. But the truth is this makes it really difficult for an organization who over time needs to change because that person decides to take another opportunity elsewhere. I think that one of the tools that's been very effective in helping organizations transition and take that enterprise lens is the agile-based methodologies because people using some of those concepts are helping them to continuously improve in the world today that is enabling them to adapt and also reflect in a way that is iterative and constant. So remembering your business should be referring to your operating model on an ongoing basis to align on priorities. And if your operating model is agile, then your team should generally be able to adapt and reflect on their own performance and their team's performance and self-adjust. Ultimately, over time, this should increase efficiency and eliminate any deficiencies that you might have in your day-to-day operations and your project delivery. And point number three, carrying on from the concepts of Agile, it's about continuous improvement, not continuous overhaul. It's very, very easy to avoid setting frameworks with the mindset that the next unexpected factor is going to make your strategy irrelevant. But changing business climates are inevitable, and we are seeing that time and time again. And that is why it's important to focus on continuous improvement, not continuous overhaul. It's more important to set the key elements and relationships and allow them to adjust over time. And therefore, no need to scramble every time you have a change in leadership or a change at the helm. We need to adjust and adapt, but we need to do it in a continuous way. It's about continuous improvement, not continuous overhaul. 
The foundation and key elements are what will help future-proof your business model, not just the performance. While agile teams adjust well to changes, there are always improvements to the model and processes that can be made over time to optimize for your team. One of the things that we like to do with organizations that I recommend you do in your own is conducting an annual scan of your environment and regularly monitor and evaluate external factors that may be impacting your organization. A lot of larger organizations do this, but the smaller the organization, the less time we have to do this. And it is really important step. So this activity alone will help us to identify what external changes are needed to support the current environment and also what the foreseeable business environment looks to be uh, looks like and looks to be happening in it. So there you have it. There are three of my thoughts on why people are change fatigued. While employee turnover and other global events are causing additional strain on our organizations, the external environment will constantly be changing around us. And there will be consistent factors that put pressure on your team's way of working. As leaders, we are not the only ones that are impacted by these events, but it's also your teams as well. So embracing operating models that are robust and agile enough, agile in terms of agility, can help shield your day-to-day operations from changing environment around them. And as I mentioned, while they need to actually be continuously adjusted and future-proofed, they can help your teams embrace the change too, especially if they are part of the process of defining it. As a result, you should see less fatigued people and better results for your organization. Don't be a statistic and don't be one of those organizations that I mentioned that have a 70% turnover. It is significant and it is not a good look. And there will be a point where reputation, negative reputation about your organization will continuously outweigh the people that are available to want to work for you. So focus on these three key factors and hopefully this will help your organization into the future. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Please share this with someone or rate it if you enjoyed it. Don't forget to follow us on social media and to stay up to date with all things Agile Ideas. Go to our website, www.agilemanagementoffice.com. I hope you've been able to learn, feel or be inspired today. Until next time, what's your Agile Idea?